Welcome to The Open Bell, the podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Brian Appleby Weinberg, and the edified eccentric himself, Joey Tartell. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. More than just a source for the brightest pink hoodies in the world, the WTF is home to the Open Bell podcast and much, much more. When you need some inspiration about the trumpet or maybe just a good laugh, head on over to worldtrumpetfederation.com and look around a bit. We can make your trumpeting life better in every way. And seriously, if you want one of the new bright pink WTF hoodies, let us know. They are now available for purchase. Inquire at worldtrumpetfederation at gmail.com to get yours today. And by Dylan Music, 732-634-3399. Say it with me, 732-634-3399. That is the magic number you dial when you have an important question about your horns, gear, or accessories. Because that is the number for our friends at Dylan Music in Woodbridge, New Jersey. Call the number and ask for Jim McCombs, who will totally take care of you and tell you everything you need to know. Or you could just go to www.dylanmusic.com and use the promo code OPENBELL5 to get 5% off your accessories from Dylan Music. That's 5% off just because you listen to The Open Bell. And if you need some custom mouthpiece stuff done or a good recipe for a special occasion, ask for Perry Sutton. He is also standing by to help with all of your trumpeting needs. Dylan Music. Musicians helping musicians since 1992. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things, and no offense, we use these segments to educate, elucidate, and otherwise enrich the lives of enthusiastic trumpet players everywhere. Gentlemen, shall we? You know, would it kill you to do a stamp study once in a while? (laughs) Stamp. <laughs> I have heard of him. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Stuff. It's great. Are you I've saying come to that just Chikowitz ex- is, is overrated? No, is that it's the new contention? Just, That's I'm the contention? Not, I would Probably never say is. that it's overrated, Probably but I rated. I miss stamps sometimes. I just, you know, be... I'm just saying. All right. You know, so it sounds like you're, the... you've been on me now for a couple weeks to, like, updated uh, of the, the standards here. No. No? no? I don't a, know. I'm getting the message. I'm getting the message now. Am I vibing you? Yeah, a little bit. Little bumper warm vibe, up, warm up oh, yeah. vibe. <laughs> anyway, each week warming up is brought to you by Chop Saver. Hey, there it is. Oh, I got through it. I've been nervous well about it all week. <laughs> that perfect all natural lip treatment created by the one and only Dan Gosling, who has uh, convinced all of us really to join Team Chop Saver. And which team do you play for? Well, I was just wondering because I couldn't figure out why you use chapstick. When we've got a two-run lead, you missed everything about. <laughs> you missed everything about, it, and we lost the lead because of you. Are you crying? Are you crying? Uh-oh. There's no crying. Uh-oh. There's no crying in trumpet playing. And the old 758 right on top. Right in the middle. <laughs> Gil Johnson was Joey's trumpet teacher, and he called him a pile of landmark schilt. And that was when his parents drove down to Texas to see him play high notes. And did he cry? No. No, no. And you know you why? Know why? <laughs> because there's no crying at trumpet playing. <laughs> there's no crying at trumpet playing. Oh, <laughs> that gosh. doesn't bring tears to your eyes. This promo code from Dan Gosling will. Promo Use the, code. the promo code bell to get 15% off your order. Go to www.chopsaver.com today. And now, 
And now, a man who's in a league of his own. <laughs> who is in a league of his own. Thankfully, a man outstanding in his field. By myself. There it is. By himself. Thankfully, <laughs> riff raff around. Wow. Oh, I had a great time on Sunday. I was uh, invited to come and do um, a test piece sectional with the Princeton Brass Band um, for the cornet section. Right there in New right. Jersey, in Princeton, New Jersey. Well, they're actually not in Princeton anymore. They're in Somerset. Well, that so makes perfect sense. It was the Princeton sense. Band. That's right. The Princeton Band isn't in Princeton? No. Is there the a Somerset. Somerset Band? No. Then nope. why aren't they the Somerset Band? <laughs> they kept the name. They have a charter. Location. It's like a charter. charter. Is there like a card? It's like a that? card. It would have to go through governance. And no one wants that. <laughs> <laughs> they have to change the bylaws. Have to be a motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Right. So you're working with the Somerset Band. Wait a minute. Don't you compete against them? No. So they're in the first section now. Which section are you in? Championship section. I thought you were in the cornet Wait, section. So the championship section isn't the first section? No. That's the no. championship section. That's the that championship section. That's so, higher. That's higher. Wait, what's higher than one? Championship. Championship. <laughs> <laughs> you're you really like, you're really you're... bad at British math. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> this is impossible. You don't know. So we're in the like, top section, right? Yes. That's the first section? No. 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 Nope. That is not it. The first it one works. is not the top one. No. no, that's championship. That's insane. Right. Anyway. Right. So you're working with the right. Somerset Band, which is in the second It's section. actually Princeton Band, which is actually in Somerset. <laughs> that's right. At, they sounded great. The, the whole band sounds great. They had been rehearsing. By the time I got there, they'd been rehearsing for nearly just over two and a half hours. And then they read down the test piece. And then Cornets and I went for an hour and a half sectional on both pieces. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't sound tired. They, they were just nails the whole time the soprano player sounds great awesome um, and uh a friend of mine from when i was doing my doctorate at rutgers dan burrs whose father was director of bands when i was when i was there he plays solo cornet principal mm. cornet and he sounded great you know now the solo days. cornet isn't actually a solo part right no, he plays okay. principal cornet he's the corner chair right He's on the corner. Right. He's that's the, the solo corner. cornet chair, he's, which doesn't actually play the solos. That's no, the first he's, part. Right. He's top. But man. that's not top the man. championship part. That's the first part. Right. He's going to have the solo chair is going to have to play the first part in the championship section. Right. Right. Exactly. But the solo part isn't the first part. But they're not in the championship section. They're in the, they're first, in the first section. section. Which is the second section. Right. So the guy in the first section playing solo in the first section will play in the first section for the championship. Yeah. And yeah, of the second section. Right. Okay. As long as we're square. As long as yeah. you understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we got so, it. Yeah. So it's. I mean, everybody in the section can play. They can all play great. They'll do everything that you need them to do. But it just brought back to me like how endlessly fascinating it is that um, when I am doing this with American s- trumpet players who are transplants, and how they want to play every single note the whole time, and uh, they don't want to share out anything. <laughs> And Joey's so confused right now. So confused, yeah. He's just losing it. <laughs> well, he's American. What do you want? Well, no. It, well, he's it's like uber American. It's, he's Texan. It's, it's Texan. written on the part, <laughs> and it's one part, and it has the notes. That's right. It's mm-hmm. a reasonable thing to think, I'll play that. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. also it's also wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. No. 
<laughs> no, it's not common practice. That doesn't make it wrong. It's not correct. How's that? <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start my own brass band just look, to revolutionize the industry and show you how you guys have been doing it wrong since the dawn of time. If you ever expect <laughs> to win a championship years. from the first section, this is what you're going to have to do. Do you mean the championship section or the first section? I mean the first section. We're in the championship section, too. Those you guys don't play LNOs either. You championship in the first section. You could. You but that wouldn't be the championship. Not the championship section, but the but you can win a championship. Right, in the first section. Champion, yeah. Championship, even. In the first section. In the first section. How? <laughs> because that's the section you're in. But that wouldn't be the championship because there's a whole other level. No, that's the championship. The championship for them. Yeah, national uh -huh. champions. First yeah. section. Impossible. So they could actually the the band plays great. They could actually they could actually do some real real damage, and they do um, they're doing great music, and uh, oh, I'm not supposed to say that. Nobody's supposed to know that. Okay, you could bleep that could out. Bleep I've that got a great bleeping there. sound you can you use. Bleep that if you can. I'll, I'll bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, um, and they're doing they're doing great, and everybody in the section can do everything they need to do. Um, but like Americans, they all played off their own stand. Which you just mm. don't. You don't no, do there's no room for that. Yeah, they they did it. They do that, and um, and their conductor is Aaron Vanderweel, who's a pretty famous euphonium soloist. He plays in the New York Staff Band, um, and uh, he was in there the whole time. So I kept telling them that you know when Aaron's wrong when he's conducting, you just go with him because he's the conductor. Right. right. Wagger. Yeah, well, it's a good rule. Always right. Wagger. <laughs> yeah. No, he was he was very gracious. Did he have a nice baton? He doesn't use a baton. It was kind of mm -hmm. weird. Uh -oh. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Oh no. But so you're was, saying you have a better baton? I have. I have a way better <laughs> baton. <laughs> I have a new baton. <laughs> Just came in the mail. Yeah. Do you want to tell me? Anyway, it was a great time. They they play great, and it was really just an honor to be up there hanging out with them. And I don't know whether um, they. I don't know so whether any of them listen to this, but it sounds like the first thing you noticed is that no one was on their teeth after two and a half hours. It was weird. Yeah. <laughs> totally unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> you wonder what I was doing there. You guys already have it all together. Uh, Can you tell me about this this baton, Bill? Well, it's made by custom batons. It's graphite. It's graphite. It's graphite, painted graphite. But oh, the wood, are we really, the wood, are we the wood really handle? talking about <laughs> batons now? Well, no, we're talking specifically about Brian's new baton. Is this called baton. the open stick? Is that what's going <laughs> yeah, on now? It is. And the handle is the same handle that's on my batons. It's a custom handle, but it's a copy of Gene Corporon's handle. It's oh, very comfy. Boy. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you got the because just a couple different places there to, yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is unbearable. Yeah, the contour, that's perfect. Yeah. Wow. Unsustainable. Yep. It's nice, it's though. Cool. It's pretty, isn't it? It fits in my baton gig bag, no problem. Perfect. Oh. I don't even have one of those. I need to use my trumpet case. <laughs> this is not okay. Yeah. All right, Joey, what do you have for us? Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I, I know we've often told stories here, and so this happened today. Mm. Uh, I was uh, teaching trumpet, as, as I do. Uh, mm. I had a student in here. Let's just say, uh, for example, her name is Bailey. For example, oh, okay, great That's a fictitious good, made name. It, made yeah, name. That's so good. we're well working. Done. We're working on on some stuff and talking about practicing half tempo, which is always a good way. Like we're talking about really becoming very precise and making sure we're going to learn this so they're just it's easy and it's flowing and just get it all going here. I said, so uh, what tempo is it marked? 
It's marked 116. I said, okay, so what's half of 116? And she <laughs> said, no, no, uh, come on. I said, well, this is really easy. What's half of 100? 50. What's half of 16? 8. So what's half of 116? Oh, 108. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, excuse me, I have to write something down for tonight's podcast. Yes. I actually said... You know we're recording tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I usually just say, congratulations, it's Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. So that derailed her lesson for a few minutes as we talked about the fundamentals of math. <laughs> and that's not how numbers work. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. As we did go on and go well. But, you know, that, that idea, you know, putting it right into practice. Because uh, what comes out this week, as a matter of fact, so mm. if you want to go buy something... Uh, now, when you hear this, it'll be out. Uh, I think I talked about this a year ago. I went down and played with the Louisville Orchestra. And, oh, right. and Teddy Abrams, their conductor, wrote a piano concerto for Yuja Wang. Mm. I, right. And I, we did that. And there's a solo in the middle. The first trumpet part is ridiculous. It's and, ridiculous. Uh, so, uh, you know, it's a crazy solo in the middle. And there's it's written up. There's like brass choir stuff. There's high note stuff. There's lead stuff. There's low stuff, isolated stuff. Uh, and so we found out in the the first rehearsal that Deutsche Grammophon was going to come record it. Nice. So guess what? It's coming out. It's out this week. So uh, if you want to buy the record, uh, look up Yuja Wang. I think it's an American, something like that. If you look it up, um, you'll be able to find her latest release. And on it is uh, Teddy Abrams' Concerto with the Louisville Orchestra. Nice. And uh, I'm looking forward to hearing it because uh, I, I remember thinking, I mean, I think that's how it goes when I felt pretty good about it. So <laughs> I have no idea what it sounds like, uh, but uh, I pre-ordered it. So the, the CD should show up at my house. But please go check that out. And uh, it's a very it's a very cool piece, like a 25-minute piece. And then she's also doing, I think, something by Michael Tilson Thomas on the record as well. Are, hmm. are you going to post the trumpet part on the website so we I can might, follow along and keep score? I don't know if I'm allowed score? to, but I can probably post at least a little solo part of it. I could do yeah, that. Yeah, I think you should do that. So. That would be very cool. Actually, yeah. a video of you playing along with it while it's happening would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. But uh, yeah, so there. But that was something when I got it. I looked and went, okay, half tempo. Right. Learn right. it so it's easy. Start cranking it up. So. Mm -hmm. So there and there it was right into practice. Came right back around today, and the record comes out this week. So how many how many um, how many weeks did you have before that hit? Like did uh, you have like have it for like three weeks? Three or weeks. It's about three weeks. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, first rehearsals in three weeks. Here's the part, and it's like sixteenths at like quarter note at about one forty. Yeah. I'm like, okay, so at seventy, I can I can play this. <laughs> right. And, and once I actually had it at seventy, seventy one, right. seventy two, and just went at it, you know. So at the so. first rehearsal, I felt pretty solid. Yeah. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Can't wait to hear that. All right. Yeah, Bill, what do you got for us tonight? Uh, well, I'm on spring break this week. What? Yeah. You're always on break. How, how did I you know, know the difference? It, it kind of feels like it. <laughs> I, because I showed up, no one was here, <laughs> and I asked around. Said, wait, um, wait, what's happening? Where's but, uh, everybody? <laughs> but I had targeted this time... Um, as you know, J.C. asked me, our good friend, JC, Dr. J.C. Dobzileski, Doctor. Uh, asked me to write a piece for ITG. And so this, I had done, I've done some sketching and some things. And I... Fanfare ITG? What is this piece for? This piece is for Trombomundi, <gasps> the Trompettes de Lyon, and the Encore Wind Ensemble. Nice. So 11 trumpets out front with band. <laughs> oh, that's a so, great idea. It's a that's really, what could possibly a great go idea. wrong? Great yeah. idea. Right. <laughs> 
So, um, yeah, so this was my week to kind of really start scoring things and getting it, getting it in the finale and all that. And, uh, and so I've, I've been doing that. So I kind of got my composer hat on, if you will. But then, cool thing I figured out, um, Jack Stamp is actually going to be conducting this group. Oh, oh no kidding. Yeah. So I texted Jack today and said, hey, I heard a rumor you're going to be conducting this group at IGG. And he said, I was. I was In fact, I was going to reach out to you today and talk to you about your piece. So this is cool because, of course, Jack was at IUP after I was, but right. conducted the Keystone Wind Ensemble. So I played on all right. those recordings for him and that group, and we, we go back a long way. So, um, And I think, Joey, I think in particular, you're going to be excited about this. So I'm working on the piece uh, for the 11 trumpets and band thing, and then Jack gets a hold of me, and he says, yeah, I was going to talk to you about um, your piece. I mean, I, I, are you playing on your piece? And I said, yeah, I am, because it's for all 11 of us. And he goes, well, that's great. Um, so what else would you like to conduct on the program? Oh, no. Oh, no, no. <laughs> so he You're sent me guest a... wagging? I'm going to be wagging. Oh, my word. <laughs> and the only reason I said yes. Wow. Is to anger to, me. Was to anger you? <laughs> I didn't really want to do it. So you're going to do a fond kiss? No. Um, no, the program is set. It's all soloists. And oh, it's a, okay. It's a great program. I don't know. Has that been published yet? I don't know. So I, I'm not really going to. I don't want to talk about it. I want to say anything. Say but that, yeah. um, You are talking about it. No, and I can't, I'm not I'm saying I'm not going to give all the names of the people. Okay. Or Can you tell pieces? There's what? I, I think I could. I don't know. I guess I could do that, couldn't I? I mean, pieces are just exist. Yeah. That's true. Let's see here. It sounds like um, a bad idea. Someone's doing a Rhapsodia by Cristobal Lopez Gandara. Nice. Uh, someone's going to be playing Nocturne Number no. 1 by Chopin. Oh, I've heard of that On one. trumpet? On yeah. trumpet. That could be cool. Someone's going to be playing the Concerto for Trumpet and Wind Ensemble by Frank DeKelly. Ooh. Oh, yeah. All This is great, unless you look at this list and realize that your name is on there with people like to Kelly and Gillingham. Yeah. <laughs> and then this is where I realize I put the poser in composer. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, got, uh, you got some work to do. There's a piece called Liberty by Augustin Castro. There's a piece. Uh, oh, we know this when speaks the signal trumpet tone by David Gillingham. Gillingham, right? Yeah. Uh, Tringress for trumpet voice, piano and drums by Ravel arranged by someone. Nice. Uh, La Santa by Joan Manuel Serrat, arranged by Eduardo, I'm going to mess this up, Nogorales, um, and then uh, Treaty of Alliance by Yours Truly. So that's wow. by the, way, the, the name that's of the piece. That's a lot of trumpet. That's very that's cool. That's a lot of trumpet. That's going to yeah. be a great too show. Much trumpet. But yeah, so I'm like, initially, I'm like, oh, look, I don't need to do that because I never, you know, I, oh, my job here has always been, I was, oh, I'm always having to do too many things. And I thought I, what I love about ITG and especially Trombo Mundi is that when I go do that, I'm just a trumpet player. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now. <laughs> Until now. Now I'm going in there. Uh, my piece is being played. I'm playing on that. And now I think I'm wagging. Guest wagger. Guest That's wagger. Funny. So uh, you're going to be Jean's bringing play, a trumpet. playing on that show. And you're I think be... I'm I'm conducting so one of her Pieces. And so is Hooten. Yeah. Jack was going to do that one. Oh, so this is public knowledge. Maybe it is. It's, I guess it's, it's public. Yeah. So he's okay. got it. There you go. So I think Jack's going to have me conduct one of Jean's pieces. Nice. And she's doing two. She, and she did the arrangement. So. Wow. Cool. The Chopin. Well, yeah. That's a good program. Yeah. That's Thursday and, night? And there's some soloists there that I don't I don't know. Danny DeBaza. Jean Lorenz. Spanish cornet. Yeah. Uh, Tom Hooten. 
Never heard um, of him. Clem- Clement Saunier. Yeah. Uh, Jean Lorenz, of course. Uh, yeah. So those are the soloists. And then uh, Trombabundi and the Trumpets de Lyon. Cool. There we are. So that's my uh, that's my warming up. It was a busy day that sitting at the piano. Like you know? Yeah. But it's it's coming together. I'm kind of excited about it. Should be cool. When's it due? I don't know. It won't make me nervous. Last week. <laughs> well, <laughs> no. He missed the deadline. I think he may I think May one is when he wanted parts. Oh, no problem. I got time. When do we need parts? And as Brian knows, well, given what I wrote today, you might need parts soon. (laughs) That looked like a lot of notes. (laughs) Piece of cake. It's it's it lays well. Brian, you gonna play that on C or B flat? (laughs) (laughs) I'm playing it on cornet. Of yeah, course you are. Talking about. Make well, sure you might, can't be heard. There might be some cornet in the mix for you here oh, coming up. Get Danny ready to DeBaza write that. is the guy who's on uh, YouTube playing the Spanish cornet that has the little toggle switch that does that crazy. Oh, oh no yeah, that, dude's, that dude's crazy. It's going to be crazy. chops for days. Yes. That's going to be really cool. <laughs> nice. Never on that. his teeth. No, uh, yeah, I can't relate. That seems weird. Especially yeah. on cornet. Yeah. All right, boys. How about time uh, Time for a game? Oh, no. <laughs> it's the return of the 100 Days of Practice Pyramid. <laughs> Is that hashtag 100 Days of Practice Pyramid? I'm sorry. I should have said hashtag 100 Days of Practice Pyramid. There you go. Now, I've sent you both a game card... You sent us a each a game card. Digital. <laughs> I sent you both a you game card cards. each. No. <laughs> each of you received your own game card, which was sent to both of you. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's not how this works. Wow. How does it work? You either sent what us would you both have said? a card, or you sent us each a card. But I sent both of you a card. <laughs> but no, you you sent us both different cards. Well, of course, that's how the game works. But that's not a card then. That's two cards. But you each only got one card. Right, but not the same card. But if I said I'd send each of you cards, that sounds plural. It's no, like I sent more than one card. That's not what I said. You're not changing what I said. I sent each of you a card. <laughs> Brian, did you understand what I said? Perfectly. Great. Wow, so I didn't actually realize recording the 15 was right on time. In the train I station the night. <laughs> We're on location here at Amtrak. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right. Each of you got a card. How's that? Fine. All right. Well done. And Why didn't you just send both of us cards? <laughs> <laughs> well, I tried to do that. My phone wouldn't let me. That's right. Um, so. Whoever wants to go first, but the game the game is, Joey, you have a list of words that you need to make Brian say without say, actually saying the word, and Brian, you have a list of words that you have to make Joey say without actually saying the word. You know, it's like the TV show. Right. Mm-hmm. All right, All right Brian, are you, are you want to give or receive just to start? Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give because okay. it's more funny when I'm <laughs> trying to figure out what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. When we think about the momentum of the program, Brian should definitely start. <laughs> All yes. right. Because I will grind this, this podcast is be, to a halt. <laughs> this is going to be anticlimactic be awesome. if we go the other way. All right, Brian. Yes, I'm ready. Timer's running. Joey, okay. get your horn. 
<laughs> if I don't get these right, Bill has to play a double C. Play, yeah. Oh, I left my horns at home. Did I mention I'm on break? Anyway, break. go ahead. <laughs> okay. What Bill actually is. Wagger. <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, the new instrument you're playing, the really tiny one. Uh, E-flat cornet, soprano. There you go. Um, the money-saving version of uh, the embouchure. Coffee stirrer. <laughs> Coffee hoe. <laughs> yes? Coffee straw. Yes. Wow. In the middle of a uh, in the middle of a mouthpiece, an old-fashioned one had more than one of these. Uh, double cup. Yeah, but who made it? Uh, Rudy Muck. No, Parduba. Diff- diff- there we go. Parduba there double you cup. There go. The Parduba yeah. double cup. There we go. T- today we noticed. Uh, this week, maybe yesterday, we noticed a misprint on a mute selection in a piece of music. <laughs> So what were they actually asking for? <laughs> you mean the velvet tone? They were looking for a velvet tone. <laughs> right. Um, made by made by which manufacturer? Uh, Humesenberg. There we go. And then we'll accept that answer. Yeah. Uh, you never do this, and Marciando didn't do it either. Uh, you never do this. <laughs> What's that, go on a diet? <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a great clue. Come on. <laughs> that's, that's not a great clue. Things we didn't do? There are you a never million. do this at work, and Marciano didn't do this one critical time. <laughs> <laughs> Where? A tie. There, there we go. go. <laughs> Full credit. There it is. <laughs> now I got it. You use wow. This, you use this etude book for transposition, but I think they're the most boring etudes ever written. <laughs> wow. Uh, I use a lot for transposition. Soxa? Um, no. Caffarelli? Bordoni? There you go. That's the okay. one. We'll yeah. just start throwing names out. I use lots. <laughs> I use all kinds of stuff. Um, the former uh, principal trumpet of the Met? Mel Broyles. Oh, sorry, later. Uh, early, er, uh, uh, more Mark recent. Gould? There we go. Yeah. They were uh, co-principals at the same time for a while. Yeah, they were. So, um, my uh, The person who makes my instrument, my B-flat. <laughs> Vincent Bach? There we go. He's a very religious that was a, man. Yeah, come on, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I should have said that. He's a very religious. That would have, yeah, that's a soft lob, isn't it? Sorry. Um, <laughs> the person who preceded Michael Sachs. Uh, Bernie Adelstein. Boom. That was wow, easy. well done. Those are good easy. clues. You did very well there, that's Brian. That's good, Brian. Yeah. Now, you see what happens when people give good clues. I get good answers. So when right. I give good clues. No shot. <laughs> yeah. I think each of you gave good clues. <laughs> I, have, I haven't given any clues yet. Right. Well, I'll wait till both of you do it, and then I'll say that. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> wow. All right. My turn? I guess mm-hmm. it's your turn. All right. Let me know when, I'm, when you're ready to go. I'm ready. Timer's running. All right. Who wrote Concert Etude? Gedeke. All right. Or as they what? say in England, Gurdicke. No, Gurdicke's they don't. Probably right. They do say Gurdicke's probably right. right. He probably is right. Uh, all right. If I were playing a 229H pipe, what am I playing? A boxy trumpet. There we go. Yeah, what's, a, what's the most expensive coffee straw you can buy? <laughs> <laughs> the embouchure. There it is. <laughs> That's a great wow. clue. You won I'm so glad clue. we went in this order. <laughs> I, once he said it, I knew where I was going. Um, <laughs> What what does not count in 100 days of practice? Hashtag 100 days of practice. A day off. <laughs> yeah. I'll accept it. Rest. All right. Uh, if you didn't want, if you wanted something more commercial than a 37, 
What might you choose? A 42. No, that's not a thing. Not a thing. Actually, it might have been. Remember that long list we had? That's true. <laughs> there are so, 43s, but no. Oh, f- sorry, 43. Yeah. yeah that's but, not the one, is it? No, that's not it. Wow. What's another one? A lightweight, a mariachi. What are they doing now? A seven? No, it's a fairly standard size. You're the Bach clinician. Yeah. You're, you're a Bach guy. Give you're me a Bach guy. I'm give a me some, give me some numbers there. Guy. Not a 37, not 72. a 43. Ah, there now we what go. If you wanted it, what if you wanted it lightweight? What do you need on that uh, the, for it to say? A star? There it is. All is that right. a question, Brian? <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. If you want to make your Selmer pick playing tune, what do you need? Blackburn lead pipes. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, if you were a, a doctor of jazz at, at, at University of Cincinnati, what do you no longer own? A pick, a sea trumpet. There it is. You we'll could have any of those. That's that counts. What um, if you... Double case. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mutes. Mutes. Your own mutes. All right. So Anything with a C-cup mouth, C-cup mouthpiece. <laughs> you actually got it first. It's actually Scott's yeah. Piccolo. Scott's Piccolo so, trumpet was the item. Uh, we got a couple, few more here. Um, what if you wanted uh, the, the, the part that we put directly on... Uh, on on your face that's asymmetric and shaped like a saddle. Oh, that's really good. It's called a wedge mouthpiece. There it is. Yeah. Uh, wow. Uh, shaped like a saddle. It is. If you it look, is it looks like, like a saddle. A saddle. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Give me a former trumpet player who, a uh, former section trumpet player in the Chicago Symphony who is not named Chickowitz. Oh, that's a great clue. Um, Phil Smith. No. Um, he, he played a long time. His last name is a shade of red. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, Come on, I'm giving good clues here. I'm going to back up are. to what team do you play for? Because I was just wondering. <laughs> his, fir- his last name is one of the school colors for uh, the Ohio oh, State Bill Scarlet. Well, Scarlett. Well, one more. Scarlett. Uh, give me a uh, uh, Gil Johnson, second trumpet player. Oh, um, jeez. Uh, come on, am I? Come on, Bill. You're right. Come, come on. You're no, you're killing it. This is what I'm saying. Because and, and, and my grand teacher. I can't believe you're not yeah. remembering this. Oh, it just takes me. I'm a wow. transplant. See, now you have to play double C. It's. <laughs> I have a recording of me playing he one probably. recently. Um. He was probably playing on a box seven star bell when it happened. <laughs> he was a box clinician. No, you are the box clinician. Gil yeah. and um, Sid Meier. No, no. Oh, Sid Meier was the trumpet teacher at Eastman for a long time. Oh. He didn't play in the Philadelphia Orchestra. Wow. Now, wow. This the is first, shameful. First initial. Is... Uh, the first initial is right. Seymour Rosenfeld. There wow. Is. Where did that come Jeez, from? That was from downtown. Was way back machine Gosh. there. Those are good clues. Not bad. Oh, really welcome. good clues. You're welcome. We did and you both right eat, And you both each did really well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's it. He I'm waited ending. the whole I'm game ending. for that. I'm, I'm ending this. <laughs> the whole game for that. No, actually, it just came to me. Yeah. All right, boys. Time for a couple things. Time is our greatest commodity. 
It's the one thing you can never get back, and it's way more important than fame or money. But sometimes we lose sight of how important it actually is to us, and we don't use our time wisely. So today we're going to talk about taking control of our time. What do you think, boys? Can you control time? Yes. Um, you can't control your destiny. You can, you can. No, you can. You can manifest your own destiny. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Everyone knows it's that. It's in the Constitution, especially in. <laughs> wow. I knew we'd turn political sooner or later. Obviously, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Uh, no, yeah, no, you're exactly right. Taking control and having ownership of your time. How many times have? You've been in that place of just letting things get away from you, feeling completely out of control, and then you, you feel like you've lost control of your entire life. And it starts with very, very simple things of taking the control of what you have have the power over, right? So yes. you do have the power of, uh, to a certain extent, your schedule. Like if you're a student, you know when you're going to be in school and you know what your firm commitments are. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're uh, if you're a, you know, a grown-up, for lack of a better term, you have, and you have a job, then those jobs generally have hours that you may or may not have some say over. But then, so that's what's fixed, right? So then the other parts of this are in some part your choice and your control. So this is the most important part, right? And this is what you got to, you got to have some ownership of this. Yeah, and I think for a lot of people, like, Taking control of that schedule, we've, I know we've talked about this before, but laying out the time and accounting for all the hours might feel like micromanaging. It is not. No, it's necessary. It, it's absolutely necessary. And it's amazing how much time, it, if you really look at it, you'll think, huh, how come it feels like I don't have any time? And then you look down and say, okay, here's what I have to do this. Here's what I have to do this. And then there's all this unaccounted for time that you realize. One of, one of, uh, one of my early trumpet teachers used to do this to his students. And they come and say, "Wow, I just did. I mean, I didn't have any time to practice this week." Mm. And they'd say, "Like, oh, so uh, hey, listen, did you see uh, Welcome Back, Carter last week? Yeah. Well, there's a half an hour, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, not that you shouldn't have some time yeah. here and there to enjoy yourself, but and Schedule especially when into... we look at the amount of time spent, and I know this is right down Brian's alley, the amount time spent on social media, on your phone, scrolling yeah. around, which Brian. is just doing nothing." Yeah, Brian gets off of Facebook and then spams us on Instagram. <laughs> I do send you guys a lot of stuff. Right. But if you've been sitting there, we've talked about this before. You know, this is where if you're on, you know, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, and you're just in this perpetual sort of checking in. Doom scrolling. Yeah. Mm. Now, here's what you can do. I mean, you have an iPhone at, the, at every week. You can see how much time you spend every day and you can even see it broken down by app. Mm -hmm. You might yep. be shocked and think, no, oh, I yeah. don't spend that much time on my phone. Take a oh. look this week. Yep. Take a look this week and really look how much time am I spending doing this, doing that, doing this, doing that. Mm -hmm. I disabled it's a that lot. function on my phone. What's that? Of course you I didn't. Disabled that function on no, my I look, phone. No, I look every I week. Wanna I want to check, you know. And every once in a while it gets really out of whack. There was one week where it was like, was it four hours a day? And I went and said, how is that possible? I was driving up and back and I had Google Maps open and oh. on with a podcast going. Right. You know, like, you know, an hour and a half drive each way, like three or four times during the week. So it was like, you know, there, there'd be six, seven hours of driving in, in a couple of those days. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yep. Yeah, and I think from our perspective, that's it. We it's hard for us to look at, you know, especially students who haven't figured this out yet and, and just deem that they're wasting time. Right. 
Like right. not, you're not getting this stuff done because you're wasting time. I don't think it's that difficult to set aside the time to be productive. But, right. It's, but it's really not. Be, but my life needs to be spontaneous. <laughs> we can plan for that. Wow. I've, of, I've, of the three of us. I've, I've heard that before, right? I, I've heard that, but I need to be spontaneous. Um, no, no, you don't. That's not a thing. No, or you got scheduled time to be spontaneous. You can. You should also yeah. schedule. What we've talked about this. You should be scheduling time that's unstructured. I, actually, yeah. I just had this as we're yep. up, we're coming up. Our spring break is going to be next week. So what I was just telling the students Monday night, I did the master class for all the students, and uh, I was uh, it was really a fun class. Uh, I made everybody sight read. Um, in, in as what we did it in ones, twos, and fours, and I brought like a couple charts in. So one, two, threes, and fours. So during the class, I got every person in the room had to come up and sight read. Some had nice. to sight transpose. That was really fun. Mm. So uh, <laughs> I remember I it is, being fun in your studio when Bill and I were there. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what, I, what I said to them is this. Spring break is coming. And if you're hanging out, and no offense to you personally, Brian, yeah, and terrible you should be break. screwing around on your horn, too. Like, you know, there should be some time of like, hey, you know what? What if I tried? I haven't ever tried. What would be cool? There should be that time on and away from the horn that is not completely dedicated to the rigidity mm -hmm. of what you know you need to do. You should have that free time. But that needs to be planned for as well. Otherwise, you just end up never actually getting around to what you're supposed to be doing, never knowing doing what you're going to do, and then always feel like you're chasing your tail. Right. So this is, yeah, this is the business before pleasure thing, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, so like... Right now, I'm on break. Joey, you go on break next week. Correct. Would you rather be in my situation where you get to you you get to be on break first and then bust my chops about that, and then know that I'm going to see what I'm saying? You'd oh, rather no, wait always, and have your break second. Yeah. Oh, can I tell the story? Oh, this. So my <laughs> oldest daughter, when she entered uh, the mon her Montessori school, their nine through twelve mm -hmm. class. <laughs> You're so going to say the monastery? No. No. <laughs> Wait, um, where is no, this going? But the way the way the teacher ran that class is there were uh, there were different six week sessions, and so now Montessori is a, a kind of you know we're going to accomplish all of these things, right? And then the students can kind of choose and work it their own way. Now, if you get everything done in the six weeks, there's an intercession where there's all kinds of fun things to do. But if you don't complete everything, then you have to take the intercession to complete all the stuff you're supposed to do. So the right. very first six week period. She gets all the way up against it and doesn't get an intercession and was a little upset. And I said, well, tell me how you worked this out. And I said, did you start with all the fun stuff or all the hard stuff? Well, I started with the stuff I like best. I said, there's your mistake. Mm -hmm. That's it. Now, she's nine years old at the time. And I said, I want you to repeat after me, delayed gratification. <laughs> she's like rolling her eyes as children do, delayed gratification. And I said, right. So next time you start with the stuff that you think either is the most challenging or you want to do the least. Right. Those are the things you knock out first because those are the things that are going to probably take you the longest. Yeah. And then everything gets easier as you go through your list. Yeah, and you get to, then you start looking forward to the things that you want to do. Right. right? And that, that's the building reward. For the next three years, she mm -hmm. made every intercession. Right. Outstanding. But this is how you should set up your practice. Right. This is why I start the more I start every morning with long tones and Clark studies. This those isn't stuff tones. that I'm like... Oh, don't start with me they're long you know what they're long enough <laughs> long-ish tones i don't know you got you were the guys that were throwing up <laughs> uh, no 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 that was clark number two each of us defense. both of us did not throw up but one of the each of us did <laughs> each of you you were both on your teeth 
<laughs> well, <laughs> I might have been on my teeth, but I didn't puke. <laughs> right. So, but I, I, this isn't the thing I'm dying to do. These are the things I know I need to do. Mm-hmm. So I start there. Right. Right. So, Absolutely. I mean, you know, we talk about this a lot. We've said this a million times, but the first thing in taking control of your schedule is prioritizing. Right. right? And, and how much more do you enjoy the downtime when you know you got everything done? Yeah, yeah, it's a bit of self-preservation, I mean, it's right? It's crazy. Guilt-free enjoyment of the downtime yeah. if you've done your work. And there's so much guilt, or there should be, if you haven't. Mm-hmm. Right, because then it's still hanging over your head. Right. I don't want yeah. anything hanging over my head. As I'm getting ready no. for spring break, I'm attacking my inbox with a furor that is unseen. <laughs> Vengeance. You know? So I'm in single digits as of today. It's going to happen. I'm going to make it. You should um, not look at my outlook. Yeah, no, I don't want to look at your outlook. You don't even know how to use your calendar. I can't look at your Outlook. Yeah, I just so, open it. Right, It's right here. No, that's not. I have it open just in case we're going to talk about dates later. See? Yeah. that's. <laughs> this is how you work it. It opens like this. See? That's horrifying. All I have to do is look at the screen. But Oh, yeah, that dot's very informative. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, so uh, you, you, got, you don't want anything hanging over your head. Right. You want your day to have an end. You want to give your brain that release of okay now i'm done for the day mm-hmm. which means you've got to make that priorities and you got to and then you've got to actually get stuff done which means you have got to take to take control of your schedule i've talked about this before but i know when i was an undergrad this is what occurred to me there's time in between classes when you're in college yep. yeah you don't need an hour you don't need two hour block you don't even need a one hour block you just need enough time to get into a room and be able to get something done. It can be 15 minutes. It can be 20 yeah. minutes. It can be 30 minutes. You can get a lot done of actual practice if you sit down and say, here's what I'm doing. Right. Let's go. Look, I, I don't even take a chance on this anymore with students. I'm like at the beginning of the year, right, first lesson. Let me see your schedule. All right, when are you going to practice? We right. draw it out. We've talked about this before. Yeah, okay. We have this dangerous vortex in our building, music building here. You know that nice, big, really big, pretty staircase yeah. down the hall from my office, right? Yeah. Down at the bottom of that, they call that the watering hole. Yes. And students will often find themselves just, you know, they'll stop to visit for a second, and then before you know it, you know, the day goes by. Yeah, there's two hours. Right. Yeah. Um, so Ooh. a group of students has sort of become the anti-watering hole establishment here, and they are just on a mission to just stop it, like get yeah. in a practice room. Don't yeah. do it. Don't you sit still buy there. and insult people. Yeah, you know, nice. whatever it takes. Right. Well, you know, they're negative reinforcement. Well, they have made it so that you don't want to be the person sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Right. That's that's good. Yeah. So you've got one. You got to prioritize. Two. You've got to take advantage of the holes where you have them. Right. You got you got thirty minutes between a class. That means you could be in a practice room for twenty of those minutes. Mm-hmm. Right. Walk into a practice room. But this was when I had, you know, when I was an undergrad, I bought that Altieri, the five bag, like yeah. the big backpack. Yeah. So it holds five horns, books, change of clothes, you know, spare shoes. I mean, that thing's <laughs> enormous. <laughs> That's what I walked around with all day. So in between mm-hmm. classes, boom, into a practice room. I've got all my horns with me. Oh, yeah. And into class, I've got my books with me. Room and back. Yeah. None right. of that locker stuff. Just walk. You know, oh, there's a room. Boom. I'm in. Yeah. And then next class, you come out, you know, there might be 45 minutes. Okay. Boom. In a practice room. Right back out into class. You don't have to worry about going around. Just carry it with you. Have it on you. Yeah. Right? So you got to prioritize. Use all the time you have. Now, mm-hmm. and this is where the, I want to make this very, very clear. <laughs> you have to be realistic. I don't know how many times I've talked to students who say, okay, 
here's what I'm going to do starting first day of the semester. I'm going to be at school every day at 7 a.m. For 100 right. days in a row. And 100 days in a row. And I asked him, oh, well, so you're a morning person and you like practicing in the morning? Well, you know, not, I haven't. And so, uh, so how do you think that's going to work? You're going to change as a human being this week? Yes. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's, it's like fad diets. You yeah, know? no, you got, you but know. you got to know yourself. Yeah. You got to exactly know yourself. Right. You have to be realistic. So if you think, okay, I've never, ever done this before and it's not in keeping at all with my personality, but this is now going to be my new way. Odds are that's not going to work. Nope. I'm going to start that on Monday. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's next week. First yeah. thing. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's when I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay that it's not the same as everyone else, but you're, you're right. You got to figure out what's right for you. Right. Because this is how I got started. I mean, what, uh, the culture where I was going to school was to come back after dinner and practice. And I was finding that did not work for me. Right. So I started getting up earlier. That works for me. I'm not saying it works for everybody. But if you're looking for more time, usually you are not that productive late at night. Because you're tired, you're cast, you're worn out, you're not getting nearly as much done as you think you are. Yep. So, boy, if you were sleeping then and woke up earlier, guess what? You can get more done. Yep. Now, there are times when I've been put in that position where things blow up, long day, whatever, and if I'm going to get some time, it's going to be late at night, so I drop into the basement, practice mute, and off we go. You know, mm -hmm. you do what you got to do. But it's not ideal. And I think I think this is part, like you're saying, part of being successful is finding your ideal. Yeah. Like what is what is really going to work for you? Find your find know know yourself, be honest with yourself. You gotta prioritize and you don't need tons of time. Look for little pockets and you can sneak it in all over the place. But this is the other part of this. There is a finite amount of time during the day. Mm -hmm. If this is important to you and this is a priority that you actually want to get better and you want to take control, there may be things you have to give up. Good. This is yeah. This is a great. I'll let you finish your thought, but this is a no, great segue. No, please go in. Go in. This is a segue that I, I, I'm. This is a perfect segue. Super I want to talk about doing these things that ultimately hurt your time later. Here we go. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, like engaging in something that ultimately is not only going to cost you that time, and let's say that is dedicated free time, and you use that, and that's fine. But if the impact of what you're doing during that time harms time later then that's not good. As Brian, what's, what do we call that? A self-inflicted wound? Self-inflicted wound. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> that's exactly right. If you've got to practice all day Sunday because you've got a thing on Monday, well, then Saturday's not a great time to get crazy. Yeah. Got to control that. Yeah. It what is difficult, though, to say no. I mean, I never found this difficult to say no to people. <laughs> Still super don't. easy for me. Hanging out with other human beings? No. It's super easy for me. But lots of people find it difficult. So yeah. what advice do you give them uh, when they say, look, you know, so-and-so really wants to go out to dinner at 5 o'clock on Friday afternoon, and we're going to be there for three hours, or that's when we're going to start yeah. drinking, or right. something stupid like that. Like, yeah. just well, wait. It's, it's tough because you need you need that social interaction. You know, oh, you absolutely. Need, you absolutely need that, but... I think it's good to keep, be mindful of then what the impact of that's going to be later. Right. But this is why making a plan out in front, mm -hmm. you don't want to wait until you're in that position. If it's like, if you're thinking, okay, listen, I'm really, really busy. I'm not going to practice until five on Friday. And then five on Friday comes and it's like, Hey, let's go out and hang. And you're like, I do want to go out and hang. 
that's too late to make that bad decision. The right. bad decision you made was on Monday, thinking you were actually going to want to practice Friday at five o'clock. Yeah, this, that... you know, this is the <laughs> the planning part of this. Yeah, if you want to have that flexibility and spontaneity, and and you should have time to go have fun with your friends and your colleagues and you know what yeah. and a social life that should be part of this no absolutely you personally brian but <laughs> yes. the I, this is where the be realistic part comes in you know so many times it's like okay i know i'm really busy but i'm going to practice at 10 o'clock tonight and then i'm going to do my homework really yeah that look same way we practice right you work backwards from the goal right right if that's the time you want to you want to do that then make sure you're in a position to leave time either before and after or whatever so that you can do what you need to do and brian i think to answer your question it's hard for some people to say no to the social stuff or say no to friends or whatever and i i totally get that i mean literally rehearse something <laughs> you know come on you've got to have like 10 excuses locked and loaded to avoid human contact uh, it's uh, pretty easy for me to just <laughs> just come up with them on the fly See, you know, that's the thing. Like, you don't it's, care what other people think, so you just go, mm, no. I'm not doing that. But if if you're in music school, if you're an undergrad, right, mm -hmm. yeah. and you actually tell people, hey, listen, I'll catch up with you guys. I still got some practicing to do. There you go. Those friends should understand that, or you might need to educate your friends or get smarter friends. Right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right. I remember, yeah. when, I remember when I came home from my freshman year of college. Now, my the school I was at only took a two week Christmas break that first year. Right. My friends from the University of Texas, where a majority of my high school friends went to college, was on a five week break. Oh so I came home; they're already home for a week. Yeah. yeah. And then you know we want to hang out. We're playing basketball. We're eating Mexican food. We're watching terrible movies. And mm -hmm. and they're like, so uh, you know, so tomorrow, how about? And I said, well, I'll catch up with the guys in the afternoon. Well, what are you doing? Well, I got to practice in the morning. Right. Right. Like, oh, right. And they were making fun of me for majoring in band, you know. And I said, and I said, hold mm. on, let, let me ask you guys a question. How much schoolwork are you guys doing over break? Well, I'm not doing any schoolwork over break. It's break. Mm. I said, if I don't play for a month or even just the two weeks I was off, I've got no shot going back. And they're like, right. oh, right, you actually have to do this. I'm like, right. Yeah. So I'll catch up with you guys. Like, you know, I'll meet you. Let me know where you're going to be at, you know, and I'll come find you in the afternoon. They were always cool with it. Yeah, and that that's the thing. I mean, I'm, I'm not really joking about having something rehearsed to say, you know, committing to that mm -hmm. and then having a way to say that that isn't offensive to other people that still lets you participate to a certain degree, but then it also allows you to get out. What's the thing that, that is really important for students to understand that making decisions in the moment is a terrible idea because you will always opt for the serotonin dump? Yeah. <laughs> you're always going to go there and so you have to you well what's the kobe bryant line right you don't understand i've made the agreement with myself already i've already decided i don't have mm -hmm. to decide right now it's already been agreed to mm -hmm. so you're just making an agreement with yourself but that's that why i'm saying you got to make a smart plan earlier yes so don't you know if you say yeah, yourself, those little last minute stuff yeah. yeah you know okay so friday night i'm just going to go practice and saturday night i'm really going to go practice and you know all of your friends are going to be hanging out and you want to be hanging out with them, you've just made a bad plan. Right. Right. You know, you got to be realistic and make a plan that you know is going to work for you. Because mm -hmm. you should be able to go out and hang out with your friends and have a good time. And you'll make right. mistakes in that process. Oh, sure. yeah. I mean, I mean come on. That's a part point. of it. But right. regularly doing it, not cool. Right. But, yeah, yeah the, the, the giving up some things is important. Like, that's going to happen. There are going to be yeah. some tough calls there. There are going to be some times you're like, all right, what I need to do here. 
I know what the right thing to do is and then doing the right thing. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. Yeah. The first couple of times is hard. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. I mean, it really is just associating with this concept that it is time that mm-hmm. it is. And you, and you, uh, like we said at the top here, you can't get it back. No, you know, so and you, you have to your, manage it in, in the moment. Ask yourself a month from now, will I be happier if I practice today? Or I went out and was an idiot with my friends. Now, sometimes the answer might be, go be an idiot with your friends. <laughs> you know, and then do that. Yeah. But most of the time, the, the answer is, well, I'll be happier if I, 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 a month from now, I practiced. So future yeah. me wants me to practice. So I'm going to go do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? Future oh, yeah. Problem. You got to worry about future Joey. Yes. What future Joey really <laughs> wants the present Joey to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, looking back, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. these things, are, but it's that things. It's very important to, to get a handle on it because then, once you start, it can be very difficult to start this process, especially mm-hmm. if you're uh, around a bunch of crazy people who aren't doing this, and if you're around, especially a lot of people who aren't musicians. Then the right. idea of what do you mean mm-hmm. you have to go practice? What do you mean you have? Yeah, that's part of it. Right. That's just part of the deal. Just, but then yeah. the more you build it in, and then they just know. Oh, right. Yeah, they got to go practice. Oh yeah, yeah, they always go do this. They'll catch up later. Yeah, we'll meet you later. We'll see you. Then it's then it's just who you are, and it's manageable. And then it's there's no vibe. But you yeah, just got to you really have to build it. Yeah, you're making it about this thing that you committed to, not about the people. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's not personal. Unlike Brian, who's done both. I was gonna he say is it just, is about the people, and it is it personal. Is, <laughs> mm, <laughs> per, he personally does not want to be near the people. Yes, he is. He only plays trumpet to avoid the people. <laughs> That's the only reason. <laughs> My built-in excuse to miss people. I've, I've although the go interesting practice. part is that he went with the the brass band thing, where hanging is part of the culture. It's really it's weird. Part of it. It's quite yes. a paradox. Yeah. This is the game. We should return to this because I think we, we eventually we're going to figure him out, right? Will Brian no. hang? No. The answer is, well, <laughs> no, we did say one because you said you're at a brass band rehearsal and then you have to. It's part of the gig. It is sort of required. But see, that's the thing. He looks at that as part of the gig. So we that's need to the change mindset. the entire American culture. Yes. <laughs> to a, So that Brian is forced to hang out with us. Yeah, here the hang I is actually like. I like this idea. Of course. <laughs> Here, the hang is this extra thing that seems like it's negotiable. There, it's just part of the thing. Oh, I like this. There's no question. Like, are you going to the pub? It would that would be. I don't understand the question. Nobody asks that. Right. The question. What the question is. I. I will. When will I see you at the pub? Yeah. Yeah. Or do you need a ride to the pub? Lift. Yeah. Sorry, lift. Yeah. Right. Which also means elevator. I thought lift was the elevator. elevator. Lift is an elevator. So then you don't need a lift. Well, you could get a lift. An elevator. You could get a lift to the lift, literally. How could you get an elevator to an elevator? You You do not get a ride. ride, You do not get a ride to the pub. You You do lift something else. Yeah. Oh, I don't like the way this is going at all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Saxophone humor. We don't do that here. <laughs> That's right. It's a family show. It's a family show. <laughs> we keep a PG here at the Open Bell. Yes, we do. Exactly right. Yeah. So, but this is this is actually it's funny, but it's also part of it, right? Like this is the, it's an extra thing here, right? It's a yeah. choice. There, it's not a choice, right? Yeah. But if you if you make it your your own culture that you're going to commit to this thing, but I like Joey's. I like your idea. Like. If that you know, fr- practicing Friday five is a terrible idea. Yeah, terrible idea. <laughs> so don't plan for it. No, just block that off. 
In, in the fact, same maybe, way, if you're not a morning person, the idea that you're going to hit school 7 a.m. on a Monday morning, if you know that's mm-hmm. that you're not going to get up until 8, don't put yeah. 7 down as practice. So, yeah, so it, let's flip this thing over, right? Instead of, like, identifying it from the positive, these are times that I could do this, just first thing you should do is you put on your classes. Next thing, yeah. block out times that you, there's no way you're going to practice. Right. Yeah. Friday meals. between I 5 and 10. I find students don't put in their meal times. No, you got to put in meal time. you got to eat. Yeah, they just don't. They're, they're like you know? one meal a day. I'm like, no, that's nope. not okay. Well, Jason does the what is it? What is it called? Intermittent, oh, he's fasting. intermittent fasting. Yeah, I don't want to. We that's a whole nother podcast. We can't yeah. handle that here. That we're not qualified to talk about. Definitely. But yet qualified. we will. I've given this a lot of thought. Yeah. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> this always reminds me of the time we were at Fort Lewis, right? And we we're doing that brass thing, that master class. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter what it is. Pick any topic. Joey's given it a lot of thought. And someone goes, buying a used car. And he, like, Joey okay. goes, all right, listen, there's four things. <laughs> Just it was like at 730 in the morning. Yeah. We, you know, I'm telling you, you got to give these things thought. It's important. <laughs> but what you're saying is a good idea, right? Put your classes. Put your classes. And, and, meals. And, Put your classes, put your meals. Any and the other thing that's, that's uh, if you have a work, job, if you've got other job, hours, right. the things that are fixed right. go in the schedule. And then the times that you know. You're, come on, I'm, you're not going to do it. Do, I'm not doing that. You're not going to get up on Block Saturday morning and practice from 8 to 10. And you're not going to do that. And then what's left? Who would do that? That's, well, we Saturday do. All, morning, all of us do that. We all do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's one of my favorite times, especially when, now that it's getting nice. I can, like, bike right in and practice. Yeah. It's very, yeah. very nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, but maybe this is a good way if you're if you're not, you know, if you're not wired to do it the other way, go ahead and can't go ahead and cancel out the times that you don't want to practice. That's okay, right? But then there's the reality of what's left. And That's then you, when you then do it. you got to use that time. Yeah. Block that off. Non-negotiable. Yep. And, then and I like at the doing. bottom of every column when you're doing this each week. At the bottom of every day, how many hours did you get in of practice of study? Mm-hmm. Right? How much time did you spend just by yourself? You know, or doom scrolling. Like, keep track of that mm-hmm. stuff. We value what we track, so keep track of it. Yeah. yeah. And you might be surprised at how much, how much more time you, you are wasting than you don't think you are. And if I could just get, like, a bike computer for my trumpet. <laughs> you know oh, what I, I mean? The, I love just this idea. Put it on there. All right. Go. Me, hold on. Good GPS. Okay, I'm going to think about right? that. I do have a student who just recommended I call this it app the, for me. The PractoSure. <laughs> perfect yeah and then yeah it could just keep track of like all my mileage yeah what my heart rate was yeah you're elevation in zone, you're in zone two you know you're do something elevation. on this concert when we're around when we're around tom what's that what on this con- look concert? i think by now everyone knows that no one is safe and nothing is sacred no and I Come love on. Tom. Tom and I are friends. Tom I is like, great. I like him a lot. Tom's amazing. He's, he's a crazy he's trumpet player. Yeah, but he's great. Come on, like people don't make fun of Trombamundi. It's the worst name, the worst name ever. I mean, we make it look good, but I'm just saying. It's, yeah. it's, it's a not little a, self-indulgent. It's, it's not a great name. It's, no, I, it's, I, 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 to, Brian, I wanted to change Brian it when remember, I got on the band. I, I voted against it when we came up with yes, it. You did. Oh well, you were there for that. Yes, I was yeah. there saying really. Seriously? See, I got on the band later and I was like, I don't know, let's change the name. Nope. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. No shot. Yeah. No. Nope. Not a thing. 
All right, what would the new name I, be? I guess that's really the question. Well, I don't know. I mean, people maybe should six idiots write in. <laughs> we have come up with a bunch of names. <laughs> five Remember, doctors and their idiot five doctors friend. and a yeah, <laughs> five doctors and a. Where's my Where's my beep? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we've done good work on this topic okay. as we sit here and waste even more time yeah. talking on a podcast. Yours. Take control of yours. Yeah. And don't count this hour. No, this you're is with practice. Us. This is helpful. Yeah. This is practice. You are not you don't wasting have time to play right your now. Clarks after listening to this. <laughs> no. Show. You have to do both. <laughs> Actually, I wonder if anyone uses us as a day in 100 days of practice. Can I use this as one of my Listen days? to a trumpet podcast. Say, day 59, today. I took the day off and listened to the open bell. <laughs> we might approve that. <laughs> I don't know. There's no way I'd approve that. Fair. Wow. All right, boys. Time for no offense. Hey, look, wasting time is not okay. If you're wasting time, you're doing it wrong. And if you don't have your days and weeks and hours planned, you're doing it wrong. And if you think you'll just figure it out as you go, you're definitely doing it wrong. <laughs> and if you have not yet ordered your World Trumpet Federation pink hoodie, you're doing it wrong. You're also doing it wrong. I'm wearing mine yeah, tonight. You are. And I it think looks good. Stunning. It looks, it looks good. Bright. It's, it's making my it's, eyes They're hurt. brighter than it, I thought. It can, it can be seen from space. It's yes. awesome. Yes. <laughs> <They're bright. laughs> yeah. I'm, not, I'm probably not going to need to use headlights to get home. I'm just going to roll the window down. <laughs> no. Lean out the window. Where while you're cycling, if somebody hits you, it was on purpose. Now listen, we we don't <laughs> <laughs> like last time. No offense to you two personally. Uh, yeah, as I look back on that, I'm pretty sure she hit me on purpose. Yeah. Um yeah, and we've had some uh, some folks interested already. So yeah. if you're interested, get it now because they're gonna go. They're gonna go. Yeah, yeah they're still gonna go. go. They're beautiful. They are. They're great. They're, get they're the big amazing. World they're Trumpet something. Federation logo with our bells on the front. Yep. Yeah. It's a, it's a win-win. Win-win. Totally. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors. And what time is it? I got to go practice. So long for now. <laughs> Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell. <laughs>